Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's not hard to understand. If you don't, if you're not focused, if you don't play hard, they're going to kick our ass. Simple as that. I do not miss. Triple cut it. He is red hot. What kind of statement were you guys trying to make tonight? That time of the year. No, we want to be the last team on top, and we know this team is one of the teams we got to go through. And they're just picking them apart out here. Giannis, yes, is he the best player in my eyes? But is Jason Tatum in the same tier? Hell yeah, he is. So we just wanted to show and let everybody know that you know, our mindset is changing and we get in the zone. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by American Express. That's right. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by American Express. It's yours truly, the handsome big perk. Don't worry, Malik and Tanae, they both here right now. They getting their makeup and hat done. It took a little bit longer. You know they need it. But let's not waste time because we're talking about the Bucks and the Celtics. They matched up last night, the two best teams in the league, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And it's only right to start with what the C's did and my freeze sheet. Freeze! Look, we have Brooke Lopez in the drop. What Robert Williams do? Take a nice, set a nice screen for Jason. Jalen Brown to step up and knock down the trade ball. Here we go. Freeze! A double action. He comes off. Watch the in and out he give Giannis. Uh, don't do the stanky leg. And hit him with another trade ball. They was hot. The Jays was on fire. Jason Tatum had a 40-piece. I believe Jalen Brown had a 30-piece. Here it is again. Don't leave. Freeze! Leaving a big fella on the island. Come here, big fella. The separation, 6'9", 6'10", elevating over a seven-footer, knocking down the three. Joe Mazzula talked about, you know, them living by the three, shooting more threes. This is who the Celtics are. They live by the three, die by the three. When you look at their record, they are 30-1 and one when shooting 40% from the three-point range. Highest win percentage in the NBA. This could be, look, this could be the best thing for them or the worst thing for them. Let's get back to set. We got a lot to talk about today. Oh, there they go. Shanae and Malika back in the building. They finally got their hair did. They looking so, good. So Let's we need it. We're we need the this we need morning. The hair? <laughs> you did a great job, though, Park. I was really impressed. I feel like you I could start my weekend early. You good? You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. I'm alive. Let's bro. bring in your friend of mine, bro. Zach Lowe, into this conversation. Because that was an excellent start there, Kevin Perkins. Up, I really, really appreciated that one. Zach, I'm curious what the most impressive part of the win was for you. Well, first of all, Perk throwing some makeup-related slander at Malika and Shanae. Come on now, Perk. Come on. <laughs> now, look, the, bu the Bucks were on their fifth game in seven nights. We got to get that out of the way. Probably a little tired. But to me, it was the Celtics reminding the Bucks we're as big as you, we're as physical as you, and we might be even more versatile than you. So we start small. Al Horford's the only big man on the floor when we play like that. Marcus Smart, we'll have you guard Giannis, and then we'll put the Jays on Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday so we can switch everything between your three best players. If you go smaller with Giannis at center, 
We're still cool. We'll put Al Horford on Giannis and we'll have Rob Williams when we're super big. We'll hide him over on Jay Crowder or Wes Matthews. We don't have to compromise the way we play and who we play to match up with maybe probably the best player in the NBA. That's a powerful thing. I'm not going to read too much into one game. I'm not mm. going to change my championship pick. Nothing like that. But it was the Celtics reminding Milwaukee and everybody else what they bring to that matchup. Well, there are two major things that happened out of this outcome. One, that the Celtics, they won the season series. Now, I know that there's still a small gap, but you never know what happens the last week and a half of the season. And then two, this was a huge performance by Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. This is the 10th time that they've had at least 30 points in this season. I think they're tied for second now, and they're in the category of Kobe and Shaq with how efficient they've been as a duo for the Celtics. And like Perk said, you were right about everything except the makeup and the hair, Perk. When they shoot the ball this well, they are virtually unbeatable because they have the defense to back it up. They're confident. And I think, you know, I said this earlier this week, sometimes it takes a couple of losses to get you right. Mm -hmm. I know this was a back-to-back for the Bucks, but this is poising to be a great showdown when it comes to the Eastern Conference Finals, potentially between these two squads. But that's my thing. I don't want to take anything away from the fact that the, the a 41-point win is impressive no matter what, yeah, right? Yeah, Shooting absolutely. 8 for 10 from the field, from 3 from Jason Tatum, that is impressive, and that's something that it is it, – I don't want to take anything away from that. But to me, when I'm looking at my biggest takeaway from this, the, the NBA schedule makers, we yeah. had the opportunity to have this – Excellent, epic showdown between two titans in the Eastern Conference after all this focus has been on March Madness in the NBA to have this showcase. And you put the Bucks on the second night of a back-to-back after Drew Holiday went for 51 points against the Pacers the night before? Like, to me, I'm not trying to take anything away from the Boston Celtics. That's impressive. But I'm not going to overly read into this game because it's just nope. like that, that, that stinks. As a fan, I do not want to have to turn on Love is Blind at halftime. I want to stick with the NBA. The Celtics, they're combined 5-1 and one against the top-seeded Bucks, the three-seed 76ers. All three of their wins against Philadelphia were by less than 10 points. But here's the thing. Their two wins against Milwaukee, they were an average of 31 points. And Boston's only loss against the Bucks, it came in overtime. So Zach said he's not reading too much into just one game. Can you, Perk? Yeah, I can. But will you? <laughs> I can, but for the simple fact that I understand the back-to-back, and people don't realize what uh, players go to go through on a back-to-back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, shout-out to the Milwaukee Bucks for actually showing up to work. Amen. Because exactly. we know some teams would have did the low management type deal. But when I look at the Celtics, I just want to know why you can't get this version of Jason Tatum every single night. He was so locked in. He wanted to make it a focal point to show that he was the best player on the floor. This is the passion that you want to see out of those guys. And this is why I say, right, you heard Coach Missoula say, we're going to fire up more threes, and that scares me. Mm. Because remember, at the beginning of the season, Shanae, on your on – your, uh, what is it, talk nerdy? No, it was the cheat sheet. Yes, sir. It was the cheat sheet. <laughs> you said that Jason Tatum at the time, he was averaging more points in the paint yes. or is at the basket Correct. than Giannis. And then it slipped away. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to fall into that, that's live by the three, die by the three, because I feel like that could bounce them out of And the, that's what we the, saw yeah. early in the season I, in their slump. I absolutely agree, and I do think that their strength is harmony and balance. I mean, we've watched Jason Tatum, and we said, like, he's one of the most impressive to just watch, not behind the three-point line, when he gets to that mid-range, when he gets to the post, because he's, what, 6'9", and he can really give people problems there. But the only thing I sort of pick you on you, Perk, 
Perk is just that, all right, Jason Tatum, you want him to be more consistent. I mean, how more consistent is every year he's been in the league, he's increased his points, his rebounds, his assists. He's figuring it out. He may not figure it all out in the timeline you want, but I think he's been consistently improving and showing that he's the top player. And, like, maybe this is better for him in the system instead of him having to be that the Luka Doncic that has to do everyone pre-Kyrie. Well, well you got to understand, as a, as a big fella that bleed green, a lot of it, <laughs> I want I want more. <laughs> I want more. Wait, wait, what do you want? I want more. Zach, last word on this, please. We haven't said the name Rob Williams yet. Time Lord, plus 20 what in 19 saying, minutes. Four blocks, four <laughs> offensive rebounds. That rim pressure that he brings on offense and defense, that is crucial for the Celtics. They are not getting out of the East unless they get Rob Williams for pretty much every playoff game playing like that. He changes the whole dynamic of their team, and he did it again last night. We need some more on the Eastern <laughs> Conference. So let's keep it pushing. Julius Randle, he sprained his left ankle, and he will be reevaluated in two weeks. That's what the team announced on Thursday. Now, Randle, he's averaging just over 25 points per game, and this particular injury, it's such a bummer, man, because Julius, he takes so much pride in exactly what you said we're shouting the Milwaukee Bucks out for, Perk. He is on the court, and being available for his team is what he does. He started in all seven 77 games this season. That's before he left in the second quarter of Wednesday's win over the Heat. So Julius, he's about to miss his first game of the season. The Bulls, the Warriors, the Rockets, they have only two players that have played in every game this year. So for more on this, I want to bring in Mark Spears into the discussion. Mark, what is the level of optimism that he's going to be ready for the playoffs here? Well, I I think you have a great level of optimism because this is a gamer. This is somebody who does not miss games. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who is a Kobe Bryant disciple. You remember his first NBA game, he broke his right tibia and didn't play the rest of the season. So if there's somebody that appreciates playing the NBA, it's Julius Randle. Uh, truly pains to miss game. Also, you know, the Knicks can clinch a playoff spot relatively soon. Assuming they do, uh, Julius wouldn't have to play in a game until April 15th or April 16th. So that gives him roughly about two and a half weeks before he could play. It's not a, not a high ankle sprain. I'm optimistic that he will get back because of the time difference and also because this dude just lives, breathes, and eats basketball. And I think he'll find his way back on the court. And it's a good thing, too, because he's the, fir- the fourth player that is on pace for the Knicks to average 25 and 10 and the first since Patrick Ewing. So they are going to want their guy back. Mark Spears, thank you so much. Please do not go too far. Still to come on NBA Today. I mean, she's taken over the sports world, right? We're going to dive into the phenomenon that is Caitlin Clark ahead of the Final Four this weekend. We're going to do it cheat sheet style. Yes, ma'am. Plus, we've got a great one tonight. The Wolves, the Lakers, the implications are massive. So which team needs this one more in our panel on who we see walking away with the win. And, you guys, we have some news regarding Zion Williamson. Is he able to return to action for the Pelicans for their postseason push? The latest from the Big Easy. That's coming up. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. 
Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NBA Today is presented by American Express. Don't live life without it. Get ready. Friday night, South Carolina and Iowa. Clark at the logo. Book it! Are you kidding me? The most dominant center in the country. Championship on her mind. You the victory. You ain't seeing the Caitlin Clark, Aaliyah, Boston, Iowa, South Carolina. It all goes down tonight, 9 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. And there's been no question, right? Clark has been the breakout star of both the women's and men's NCAA tournament. She is having her one shining moment, if you will. But that moment, it may fade when the Hawkeyes face the Gamecocks team that has won 42 straight games. Obviously, we know South Carolina is, you know, taller than anybody we've ever played. And they haven't lost a game all season. South Carolina still unbeaten, and they are back in the Final Four. Caitlin has always been a, a knockdown shooter. You can't give her that much space. She is such a singular talent. Everybody has been talking about this matchup for a really long time now. It's exciting that, you know, it's happening in the Final Four. I think pressure can either make you or break you. Just compete because we're built for the moment. We're going to give it everything we have, and we've enjoyed every second in Dallas, and we want to be playing two more basketball games. Ladies and gentlemen, the hype is real. The most watched Elite Eight game ever has now set the stage for an incredible Final Four. LSU, Virginia Tech, Iowa, South Carolina. Let's start with the Naismith Player of the Year, Caitlin Clark. Now, Caitlin Clark's average made three-pointer is coming from a distance of 25 feet 11 inches, the longest in D1. Now, for a little reference, the women's three-point line is 22 feet. The NBA three-point line is 23 feet. Her threes are two feet past the NBA mark. Impressive. You like my demo there? Let's show you what it looks like on the court. All right, she's going to do a simple V cut to try to get open, but it doesn't end there. She gets open, she hits her move, now she hits a step back. Look at that. That's great defense, but she creates separation twice to get to one shot. Now on the other side of the floor, she's using her hand. Look at her left hand. She's like, hey, let me set a screen to cause a little confusion on defense. Now her defender is right there. Well, wait for it. No hand down, man down. Like, the hand was up, and it's still not good enough defense. But it's not just about scoring for Caitlin. She's an elite shot creator for Iowa. Combining the 72 or so shots she's taken so far in the tournament with the 69 assist opportunities, she has accounted for 62% of Iowa's shot attempts. That's wild. So let's look at this in the pick and roll. Here's a pick and roll, and watch how many people are keyed in on her. Her talent generates this. All right, she goes off with the dribble, and I love this because she's reading the defense so well. To 
typically it's like, okay, maybe my post player's open. She's like, nah, too much congestion there. Instead, she throws the dime to the outside on the perimeter and get, that's like, look at how much space she has to just line it up. That's a shot that you really make in practice. All right, again, here she is coming off ball. I mean, look at the ball fake. And then what, look at the confusion. All right, run out and try to, you know, contest her shot. Kick it open. That's not even great spacing, but nonetheless, her talent generates just some instant reactions. But let me tell you this. She's going up against the defending champs, South Carolina. And man, I love me some Aaliyah Boston. Don Staley's defense is second to none. They've held opponents to below their scoring average in 82 straight games. That is the third longest streak by any team since 99-2000. These four teams are just two wins away from a championship title, and it starts tonight. Ooh. Let's swing it. It's all going down, Janae. South Carolina is the overwhelming minus favorite, minus 340 favorite to repeat as champions. They're looking to be the 10th undefeated national champion all time, which is insane. Caesars has the championship game as all-SEC affair. LSU is favored to beat Virginia Tech tonight. So the hype, though, Janae, it's real around the women's Final Four. A ticket to get into the arena, it costs 212 bucks. Compare that to the men's Final Four, you can get in there for $45. The average ticket price for the women's Final Four is $272, the highest in recorded history. And both Clark and Boston, they spoke on what it means to them to play in a game with so much intrigue behind it. Yeah, I think it's pretty incredible. Um, you know, I think it's starting to get, you know, the viewership, the attention, things like that, that, you know, it deserves. And when people really turn on the TV or sit in the seat, they understand how good the product is and how much fun it is to watch. It shows the demand of, you know, people want to be here and be in this arena that seats 20,000 people. Um, so more than anything, I'm just lucky, and we're just lucky that we get to play on this stage in front of so many people that, you know, love the game and, and want to watch our game. It feels really nice. Um, you know, you can always think about people making negative comments about women's basketball, women's sports in general, but it's proof that the numbers are going up. Everyone is excited to watch the women's game. Everyone is buying their tickets to travel to watch their favorite players, watch their favorite team. And so you can't really deny that people are interested um, in watching women's sports. And so it's just really excited to be part of the generation that's continuing to help it grow. I'm excited too. LSU Virginia Tech, it gets us started, followed by the main event. Caitlin Clark in Iowa taking on Aaliyah Boston in South Carolina. Our coverage begins with our Final Four special at 6 o'clock. So from the Final Four to discussions on lowering the minimum age to enter the NBA draft. So as the NBA and MBPA negotiations on the CBA continue, our Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting that lowering the age limit for American players from 19 to 18 years old is off the table. So that means that the one and done era, it will continue into the foreseeable future and will continue to follow the CBA negotiations as they lead up to the deadline tonight. Still to come on NBA Today, we have a Zion Williamson update, ladies and gentlemen. We will give you the latest news that we have on when the Pelican star may return. Plus, it is a huge showdown that's going down tonight between the Lakers and the Timberwolves. Our crew on who needs to win and who will win. Do not miss that. And Kendrick Perkins, he dives into the most important warrior that's not named Steph Curry. Find out who he thinks needs to step up for the dubs during this final push. NBA Today will be right back. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's time for Putting in Work, presented by Upwork. Zion Williamson, he has missed 48 games this season, but last night, prior to the Pelicans' win in Denver, the two-time All-Star, he put on a little show, and he even ended his little practice session before the game with a dunk, which is a welcome sight for Pelicans fans. So with more on Zion Williamson, Mark Spears is back with us. And Mark, what is the belief right now within the organization that Zion could return in the regular season? Well, there's still hope, emphasis on hope that he could play in the last two uh, or three regular season games. There's going to be an update next Wednesday uh, on Zion, potentially being available as early as April 5th against Memphis. Now, Willie Green recently said last week that he's not leaving out of the possibility that that April 5th game Zion can play. The fact that he is working out publicly and dunking is a good sign. Now, in that dunk, he didn't jump off his left, I mean, right leg where the hamstring injury is. It's off his left leg. So, but look, this guy didn't play in the playoffs last season. He wants to be back in the postseason for the, well, actually, be in the postseason for the first time. There's extra incentive, I'm guessing, the last two games he will play. And last but not least, you know, Zion is also playing in Louisiana. So, go Tigers. <laughs> we going for that women's NCAA championship. Don't sleep on us. You keep talking about South Carolina, but we're we going to get this. I love it. I love it, Mark Spears. Thank you so very much. So let's take a look at the standings here because with the win oh, over oh, Denver, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Dang. All right, Mark. <laughs> Remember, with the win over Denver, without Nikola Jokic, New Orleans moved up to seventh in the West. So you can see there's still a lot to be determined in the Western Conference. It all starts tonight. We have some very notable matchups, and it's Friday, my friends. So you know what that means. It means it is time for my favorite thing of the week, Zach Lowe's. 10 things columns. Let's get right into it, Zach. We're going to focus on the West, some of the teams that are playing tonight, starting with the Nuggets. They're in Phoenix to take on the Suns. Kevin Durant, it'll be his second game back. And I know there's a lot to like about the two-time MVP, Nikola Jokic, but what specifically is standing out to you here? This guy, every year with this guy, he's bringing some new trick to the table. This time, if we go to the tape, he's posting up and even from far away, getting to the rim with no dribbles. The rare no dribble post up. Most big guys have to catch the ball like right underneath the rim to pull this off. If we go to the tape, Jokic is doing this from like outside the paint. Here we go, here's the first one. All right, I'm gonna dribble around, okay. Hey, who's in the crowd tonight? Oh, that guy, yeah, I know that guy over there in the front row. But let me check out everything going on behind. Oh, I'm playing the Grizzlies. You know what, I don't like what I see. Let me get a repost, shove 
Xavier Tillman in front of me. I got this whole side of the floor clear. Outside the paint, he catches with both feet outside the paint and banks that. And here's another one. Isaiah Hartenstein, you don't know what's about to hit you, buddy. Look at it. He's at the dotted line. He's not going to dribble one time. He feels Isaiah Hartenstein standing straight up and says, huh, I can spin around him, underneath him, lay up, no dribbles. This guy is an absolute wizard. And he's a joy to watch whether he wins MVP or not. A little bit of fancy footwork there, but where does this stack up, Chanae, for you of any center that you've seen in terms of their footwork? 24 seconds about, on the clock. Oh, 24 seconds? Yes, when sir. we talk about footwork, I don't need many t much time. It's Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon. I love what Jokic has done, but I'm sure he's... What? Why are you looking at me crazy? No, no, he's drawn inspiration from this man right here. I mean, this guy, growing up in Houston, I literally watched his videos as a post player, and that just set the foundation for any post player. I love it. I mean, look at the show and go. I know we talk about the dream shake, but it started with his feet. It starts and ends what, with what, his feet. What was it? Oh, it's the dream shake? Yeah. We need, we need a couple extra seconds for a little bit of, a, of the dream shake there. All right, let's keep it in the West, Zach. Usually when we're talking about the Warriors, we're talking about Steph, we're talking about Clay, we're talking about Draymond, but your focus not on those players. Someone else is on your radar. Who? I just want to shout out Kevon Looney, whose career mm -hmm. early in his career looked like it was in jeopardy due to injury. And then he kind of became known as this kind of cute, plucky underdog. Oh, he sets nice screens and gets a couple rebounds. He's the selfless, you know, soul of the Warriors. Forget all that stuff. He's just a flat-out good player now. And guess what? His contributions show up in the box score, too. He's not some, like, old plucky Iron Man screen setter guy. He's getting double-doubles. He's third in the league in offensive rebounding rate. He's a really good passer. He's just become not just this kind of grunt work guy, but a really good basketball player. It's one of the best stories of the last three or four years in the league. Zach, for some strange reason, I felt like you was talking about me. <laughs> I'm playing, Zach. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm I mean, I feel like we have to go to you now, though, because Zach likes Kevon Looney, but to you, the most important warrior, if it's not Steph, it's not Clay, it's not Dre, it's not Andrew Wiggins, we know how important all four of those guys are. 24 seconds on the clock. To you, who is it first? We also know how important Jordan Poole is, but I'm going with Jonathan Kaminga, mm -hmm. right? We talk about them trading uh, James Wiseman. Why? Because they have faith in this young man right here, one of the most athletic guys in the game today a guy that continues to improve, a guy that could be a lob threat at the basket, and guess what? A, mo a, a more improved jump shooter. Yes, now. sir. Knocking down the three ball and things of that nature. I know I went, I talked slow, but <laughs> his IQ has also picked up. I've been seeing some nice dimes out of him of late as well. That was like 30 seconds. It's fine. So yeah. the game that is on the schedule that will likely have the biggest impact tonight on the Western standings is the Lakers and the Timberwolves. And you like things about both of these teams, Zach. So let's start with the Lakers here. Yeah, one of the biggest games of the season because even if you can't get sixth, being seventh or eighth is much, much better than being ninth or mm -hmm. tenth. And Anthony Davis against the Bulls the other night. Remember, he only took eight shots in LeBron's first game back. Everyone was panicking. AD, when is he going to show up? Dominant against the Bulls. And when you know you're going to get dominant AD is when he starts busting stuff out off the dribble. He's actually got a good handle. And here's just like, you don't want to bring it up. How about I run a pick and roll? Maybe I'll get a switch. I got a switch. Alex Caruso, I'm way bigger than you. I'm going to take you in the weight room, hit a little jumper over you. That's it. And AD can do that kind of stuff. Coast to coast takes all of it when he's feeling good. And the Wolves, look, it's only been a few games with Carl Anthony Towns back. But it already doesn't look quite as awkward 
with Townsend Gobert as it did early in the season. And one of the reasons is they're cooperating on a lot of stuff like this. Pick and roll and then watch. Gobert pin down for Cat, open three. It doesn't have to be one of them's in the pick and roll, one of them's in the dunker spot just hanging out. How about a double pin down for Cat? Sure, that becomes a, a big, big pick and roll. Cat gets enough inside position on TJ Warren to kind of rumble his way in for a short jumper. They've just had a little more variety, a little more spice. Everybody looks a little bit more comfortable than they did in those awkward first 10 games. It's a big, big game tonight because yeah. both of these teams, despite the Nas Reed injury, which is a big deal for Minnesota, both of these teams are dangerous in the playoffs. Yeah, you mentioned it, Nas Reed. There. It's unfortunate news there. He fractured his left wrist. He's going to be out indefinitely, which is a huge loss for Minnesota. But that set the backdrop for all of this perfectly. Lakers, Timberwolves, it's all going down tonight. Huge implications in the West. Chenea Gumake, you cannot say it's important for both teams. Who is it more important for? Timberwolves, just because they're, you know, really fighting to really prove themselves so far. I mean, the Lakers, they won a championship a little while ago. I think they're happy to be whole. The Timberwolves, coming off of that loss, you know, to the Suns, I think this is a response, especially since they're at home and they've introduced catback. So I'm going mm. T-Wolves. I'm going to pull a Chenea. I'm not picking either, and I'm saying it's important to both teams. I just want to see great basketball. This is going to be playoff basketball. And guess what? Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns, they have a little beef there, right? The, the Kentucky boys, they always, every time they match up, they want to go at each other. So I'm looking forward to the game. I want to see what LeBron James is going to do because we know McDaniels is going to be guarding him. I want to see Mr. what Ant-Man is going to be doing. Like, I just want to watch good basketball. Yes, I'm straddling the fence today. You're pulling a Cheney, and you know what? It's it's Friday, so it's all going to be fine. <laughs> if the Lakers, though, if they do win tonight, they're going to be over 500 for the first time in a long time, friends. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. January 9th, 2022. That was the last time the Lakers were above 500, see? But then John Moran started doing John Moran things. Uh, basketball by Bradley. Oh, John Moran! What a play! Not even Talon Horton Tucker could save the Lakers that night, or Carmelo Anthony. Wayne Ellington, no relation to Duke Ellington, gave them hope in the fourth quarter, but it was too little, too late. Ah, yes, I remember the game just like it was yesterday. Back to you, Malika. Everybody, no everybody that's part of the NBA Today family is petty, and I love so every bit of Goldfarb, it. I love every bit of it. Absolutely excellent. Go Michael Bodmer. <laughs> that, was, that was fantastic. That was, was that? I don't, who, who was that? That was Goldie. Michael Goldfarb's voice. The Oscar, you I got mean, it. I mean, salute. Best supporting actor goes to all of you guys. <laughs> that was, I don't know how we can top that, but I have one idea. The man that you all see pictured here. Kansas star, Grady Dick. He's equal parts photogenic, talented at basketball, and he is joining us next with some very special news. And Big Baby actually took a picture like that when we won the championship. It's beautiful. It's art, truly. Yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he stuck it. That's a 10. Call it, call it a scary movie. You're watching NBA Today, presented by American Express. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Straight up. Cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, 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 cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out. Here's Grady Dick. Oh, wow, what Grady Dick with the thefts and the slam. But he's more than just a three-point shooter. Joining us now, Kansas freshman guard Grady Dick. Thank you so much for joining us here on NBA Today. All the way from Kansas, he flew in to be with us and share some very special news. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to start off, you know, thank you, you know, for having me and giving me this opportunity to announce what I'm about to announce and, you know, be here today. You know, I love the show. And um, so, yeah, you know, I just want to start off by thanking a bunch of special people, you know, my coaches, teachers, mm-hmm. um, friends in my life. You know, they know who they are. But. Uh, most importantly, my family and God, mm. you know, my three siblings, Brody, Kelsey, and Riley, um, my mom and my dad, you know, been with me every step of the way and, you know, really made me the person I am today and the player I am today. And um, with God, you know, anything's possible. Um, my goal is just to glorify him in everything that I do. And so, um, yeah, uh, with that being said, I'm excited to announce that I'll be declaring for the 2023 NBA Draft. Ooh. Oh, oh. I do it when he had the ice around his head. I know. When, when you come in with that, you got to know that it's going to be a very special day. So, so for everybody at home, our NBA audience who maybe isn't as familiar with your game, you shot over 40% from deep on a high volume of attempts. But our uh, Gavoni, he said that our draft expert, that he, he lauded your defensive competitiveness, the feel for the game, your all-around consistency as well. So for NBA fans, what are they going to be getting when they watch you play? Um, just, yeah, exactly what you said, a high-energy player, um, a person that's going to go on the court and show his versatility. You know, I'm excited to um, show more of that once I, you know, get into a, a team that, you know, I find the best personal fit for. And just to show, yeah, like I said, the versatility, um, my length, I can, you know, guard multiple positions, and um, I want to step to the plate and, you know, guard anyone. And, um, yeah, with the offense, just get my shots up and um, being consistent is the main, you know. Thing. Ooh, I can't wait to watch, Burke. Me either. I want to know this, the player comp, right? I know you're a student of the game. I know you watch the NBA. I want to know, when you're watching the game, what player do you see that you say, you know what, I want to be this guy, or this is what what, what my career want to look like? Yeah, to be honest, it's not really, I wouldn't say one player. I mean, I, I try to take, like, a variety of guys and, you know, add different bits and pieces from, you know, their bag and try to put in my arsenal. Mm-hmm. And guys I could look up to um, with a lot of versatility with, you know, Paul George, uh, Reggie Miller with his, you know, his release point mm. with his shots. Um, and just kind of taking yeah, bits and pieces with their game and um, trying to put that when I you know, get in the gym and work out. Mm. It's going to be good. So we want the folks at home to get to know you a little bit. And scrolling through your social media, getting ready for this interview, there's a couple of things, Kendrick and Janae, that I think we need to take a look oh, at. We're going to head, head to the big board here. Uh, uh, Grady, go over here? Yeah, yeah, can, you, can you help us break this down a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, 
<laughs> what was happening uh, uh, uh. here? <laughs> Tell us. Uh, first, I just want to I just want to say, you know, basketball comes first. Yep, you know, 100%. We all know that you can ask my, my teammates, my, my coaches. You know, I'm the biggest competitor, I like mm -hmm. humbly say, but yeah, off the court, gotta I got fun. this, yeah. I love that. You gotta have a little bit of fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I, thought about it in the moment, you know, just pop it out, so. I, there's one more that I think we need to see. Uh-oh. I don't know which one I like better, honestly. <laughs> Completely different energies. Yeah. yeah hey. Don't but, hate the player, hate the game. Well, actually, the, yeah, that's my cat. He's a, he's a Bengal cat. His name's Milky. Milky, Milky. It's a funny story. We actually beat Missouri, and I had to get him after the little Bengal tiger. I got a Bengal cat. So. And what's in the picture frame? It's hard to make out here. Oh, that's the Missouri Tiger. Oh, a Missouri Tiger is in the picture frame. Wow. I love it. This little, is some big Grady oh. energy. And Grady, you really talked about how important your family was, yeah. right? I did some digging. Your mom was a 3,200-point scorer in high school. She averaged 40 points a game, average in high school her senior year, and then went on to drop like 1,000 points at Iowa State. Mm. What did you take from her, her game? Was it that shot? Like, what did you yeah. learn? Definitely her shot. I mean, her release point. She got a high release, so um, I kind of added that to mine and just learned from it. But she's more of a post player, so I don't. I don't think she ever took a three. But oh, but got, she still got the numbers. No, up. she don't. She don't listen. That means we need to head to the court. Oh, and see that nice high time. release that we're talking about. I know in the Paisley, it. it might be a little bit difficult. We we can Should do that if you need to. We're just gonna make sure you get the the mic stays with you. Hey, well, you can get close to the. I'm not really gonna shoot. I can just. So tell us a little bit about that high release point that makes. And it also so your mom's post game. Like, what did you take? Because I know you do your damage on the perimeter, but like, what did you take from her game in the post? You know, her her iconic move is up and under. Mm. Uh, I probably couldn't even do it again, but she's, yeah, she's amazing at it. <laughs> and then the the release point. I mean, she taught me at a young age. Um, her and my dad. Um, I mean, I can show you. It's just it's simple, and it seems elementary. But I mean, I've been doing it since I was in elementary. So I really just get up here, and then you know the old beef, whatever. Oh and beef! Just, <laughs> I forgot about beef. You just it? do this. You literally just yeah. What is over it? Balance. Over and over. Eyes. What is it? Do you remember what beef is? It's an acronym ball. to help. Yeah. Balance eyes, elbow. Follow through. Follow through. There you yeah. go. Yeah, that's uh, what you learned as a hooper. Well, I couldn't score. He didn't know beef. Yeah. Yeah. Know that was the well, only part. That was your diet. That was it. <laughs> you know, you know beef though, right, Perk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows beef pretty well. Grady, thank you yeah, so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. Hey, Perk, I think he wants to put in some work in the break. I don't know. I ain't doing that. Hey. I ain't doing that. I don't know if you want that work after this. Perk, I'm happy for him, though. You know what I mean? Getting buckets, shooting that tray ball. And I can't it's wait all going to translate to the NBA. Thank yeah, you so I'm much, excited. Grady. Thank you for having me. Congratulations to Grady. Still to come on our show today, we just have a few hours left in the month of March, so we have a very special top of the top, best plays of the past month. And he makes a pass. Cleveland beats the buzzer and win the game. Woo! He got it. Woo! For Maxine Cleveland. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews. Get your popcorn ready. Tatum looking for a 40-piece. It has been a while since the whole family's been in studio together. America, listen, listen, come with me. All around. I don't even need these papers anymore because Malika already told you. My friends, my squad. Welcome to the upper room, baby. <laughs>
<laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh. Oh, oh let's get the main shows, girl. So serious. I could beat you too, though. Check up. Check up. Are you really? Oh, bump. Bump. Yeah. Let's just want some of this first. Squirt. He's too small. <laughs> it's NBA on his pants time. Ronald McDonald. Don't do that. Can someone get us some Happy Meals? Please. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. You're two for two, 100%. You can't pick your family. Well, we certainly we wouldn't, wouldn't pick, pick you. you. No. Damn right. See, this is the Thank way you. Thank you. There's some debate, Zach Lowe, over that too small. Was it a? Was that a block or a charge? Did was that a foul on Forrest? I think it was a flop on Forrest. I, I don't want to give Richard Jefferson any credit here, but it looked like a flop to me. Hey, if Zach says you can, it's a we flop. You can throw on the green challenge light if you want, but I'm saying flop. If Zach says it's a flop, then it's a flop. It's the last day of March. That is not going to make our top of the top for top plays of the <laughs> month Sorry, here. Forrest. Sorry, Forrest. Let's see what actually is. And we're going to start with top dunks and Mr. Donovan Mitchell. Spider. Oh. Let's see it. Oh, this is up. Oh. You, I mean, Perk, you got in the upper I, room with this. I didn't just get into the upper room with this. I actually won upper room with this. Appreciate you, Donovan Mitchell. Oh! And then Jeff Green can still do that? Do you realize Every Jeff month. Green is 37? Unreal. That's your age. <laughs> and then you got Grayson Allen surprising himself on this, this one. one. That was a big crazy. one. That Reminded one was crazy. you of like his talent at Duke back in the day. And then oh. Paul George, get better soon, PG, because I'd never seen anything like that. Like all around the world. But if we have the good, then we also have to have the bloopers. Um, Steph Curry, watch out. Oh! He gave him a signed jersey, right? Yep, and shoes. Steph took care of him. This young man is okay. okay Ultimately, but, he got his day made. But, but this is not a blooper, though. Like, he can always go down in history and say, I got hit by Steph. Oh! And I, then and then no, you have Grant Williams saying, I'm going to make both. And then, spoiler alert, narrator, he made neither. Yeah, that was rough. Wah, wah. That was rough. We still mm. love you, Grant. Yeah, no, Grant's the best. <laughs> but, um, and then... You have Wenyan Gabriel. Oh, that, no. that 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 counts. That's inbounds, Wenyan. But that's what ha Chaos. that's what happens when you're not used to doing things like that, right? Like taking out the ball and knowing, like you don't know. Let's get back to the good. Luka Doncic. This was crazy. Yeah. That, that was insane. Is that dime of the year? Yeah, it got it. Be. I mean, Jokic might have a couple that are in that conversation, but, but that is. He didn't have to dip. He didn't have to go high. It was right. This Ooh, one was oh, crazy God. though. Oh. Josh Giddy. Giddy up. Hey. <laughs> and then, oh. You're not gonna like, when I do times, you cancel her. Like, cancel me. Like, what's the what's the deal? You didn't like Giddy up? Well, let's I get some clutch bucket. the highlights. Okay, all right. <laughs> Julius Randle, this was, I mean, oh, amazing. Yeah. It got the double bang from Mike Breen, a rare call. Iconic. And then Joel Embiid, spin cycle, yep. going to work. Yep, right look here. Look at that Look at the big fella. Oh, this was oh, LeBron's yes. face on this one. Maxi Kleba. And then Oh no. What is this is this is top irrational confidence? Yeah, 100% because uh, fast forward. So what was that yesterday did uh, oh. ago? Yeah, right, right here. Mr. I got, Reeves. I got Wednesday. your back, Braun. I got your back, Braun. He says just a little too small. I like their relationship. Reeves and Braun. Oh, it's, it's funny. Amazing. And I also love this relationship. <laughs> Producer Forrest, Richard <laughs> Jefferson. 
Like, the background really? of this is Forrest said that he would bet Richard a thousand American dollars <laughs> that he could beat him one on one. And I told Forrest Bruh. not to do it. I actually told him do not. All do of yeah. us did. Richard's Richard's been practicing. He was actually trying. Richard's yeah. playing defense. We have some good games in our NBA Wednesday doubleheader. The Bulls and the Bucks. A little highway rivalry there. And then we have the Lakers and the Clippers. It's, it's cross town on NBA Wednesday. That is next Wednesday right here on ESPN. When we return in 60 seconds, will the Mavs be driving the struggle bus after this weekend, or can they get back in the play-in picture? We're taking a look at the weekend's biggest games next. It's the Final Four women's, obviously. Yes, yes, 100%. <laughs> NBA Today is presented by American Express. Don't live life without it. Ah, yes. January 9th, 2022. That was the last time the Lakers were above 500, see? But then John ja Moran started doing John ja Moran things. Uh, basketball by Brown. Oh, John ja not even Talon Horton Tucker could save the Lakers that night, or Carmelo Anthony. Wayne Ellington, no relation to Duke Ellington, gave them hope in the fourth quarter, but it was too little too late. Ah yes, I remember the game just like it was yesterday. Back to you, Malika. So nice, had to run it twice. So the Lakers can get back to 500 with a win this weekend, but we can count on plenty of jockeying in the standings. Expect a playoff atmosphere when the Lakers and Timberwolves face off again. The Lakers could get over 500 for the first time since the footage we get just saw. And then two games on Saturday. Both are key, though. Sunday features a handful of games that are going to impact the standings. You can see them all on your screen there. So back here with Janae, Perk, Zach. We're going to play a little bit of fill in the blank. And Perk, let's start with you. The Mavs are going to finish where? Play in Inga. In play the sand. In play, yeah, play playing in, in the sand on vacation. Oh, playing. Y'all thought they was going to get in the play in tournament. That's what y'all thought. Yeah. I mean, but they're not doing it. All right. Out of there. Playing yeah, in the sand. Play in Ing. Yeah, out of there. Um, Zach, the current top two seed should be squarely on upset alert come postseason time. Who is it? Well, first of all, we know it ain't anybody in the East. It's not Boston or Milwaukee. So by default, it's someone in the West. And by double default, I'll have to pick Memphis because Denver is 32-7 and seven at home. Brandon Clark's hurt. Steven Adams is hurt. So sorry, Memphis. I have to pick you. I have no other choice. You don't have to apologize. Janae, this is going to be a tough one for you. Oh, no. Because it's it's specific here. you got to make a pick. Oh, no. The 2022 MVP is going to be who? Oh no. I refuse. How how can we make picks right now? It's neck and That's neck. Fair. It's really neck and neck. I think the le- last week is going to determine it. And it's sad because it seemed like Joel Embiid could have wrapped it up if he were able to play against the Nuggets, but it seems like Jokic, he what was it? 29th mm-hmm. triple double of the season. But I will say this. Do not sleep on the dark horse that is Giannis Antetokounmpo because I think there's going to be a lot of confusion between those two guys, Jokic and Embiid, that people might say best player, best team. And it could, you know, Giannis could end up being the three-time MVP. Yeah, he certainly could be. And we saw it in the straw poll that Tim Bontemps put out yesterday, just how neck and neck it is. So I'm not even, I'm not going to give you a hard time for that one. Thank He's not going to no. get off the hook either. So since I started the show, I'm going to finish it. Okay? <laughs> oh, I'm going to you, and you can't straddle the fence. You have to pick one. Mm-hmm. Who is going to be the breakout star the end of the playoffs? If you had to pick right now, a breakout who would star. it be? 
of the playoffs. So it has to be someone on a team that we know is going to make the playoffs and someone... Uh, all right, let's go with the Sacramento Kings. Cool. I think that Sabonis is, is proven, right? Okay. Uh, we know that... I, I, what about Keegan Murray, Perk? He's averaging 11.9 points per game. He's got the most threes of any rookie, 188. He passed Donovan Mitchell the other week. And we, we kind of know what we're going to get from Zabonis, from Fox. They're going to need somebody else. People are sleeping on them. So why, why not Keegan Murray, Perk? I think I, he's going to be a breakout star in these playoffs. I actually love that pick. And I told you, he's an old soul. He plays his role to the T. Sabonis has a high basketball IQ, and guess who who took him? Who took Keegan under his wing? Sabonis. Hmm. And I'm not sleeping on the Kings. Light the beam, light the beam. We still need to see that in person, Malika. Road oh, trip, yeah, road trip. Road trip. We are heading up to Sacramento. Book it. <laughs> That's gonna do it for us here on NBA Today. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Evan Mobley's a good one too. NFL Live's coming up next. We'll see you next week. Enjoy your Friday and the women's final four.